After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Sooner. 
in the AM. Mati Steinmetz with a um, Ka'ayel Tarog that was uh, released on this Kum Tans CD that I believe was uh, was uh, distributed just before uh, Sukkis. Features a whole a whole um, whole array of performers, uh, including Mati Steinmetz there. On that selection here at JM and the AM. Uh, Kum Tans is the name of it. Uh, ben Sion Lera with Adbali Da. You heard Eighth Day with Fighter off the Hula CD. Donnie Gross had Achenu from a Kumzitz in the Rain. Lipa with No Shimcha and of course Regesh Modani opening things up and we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this October 21st, day 27 in the month of Tishrei. Good morning everybody. Thanks for joining us as we continue to get back into our regular routine and I thank you for making us Part of your morning and part of your day every single day. It's much appreciated. 55 degrees with 74% humidity. Winds are west at 3 miles per hour. Afternoon showers and a high of 68. Then tonight, thunderstorms, low 53. Tomorrow, thunderstorms, a high 59. Looks like a couple of rough weather days in the middle of the week. Uh, Yerushalayim is at 79. Tel Aviv at 77. Haifa at 73. And a lot at 84 degrees. We're at 55 here in Jersey City, but warmer than yesterday morning. Yesterday morning was really like, you know, it was rough and windy and stuff. Today, this morning seems uh, calmer and easier to deal with. Just a little tip. Not that I would leave your coat at home, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be responsible for that. Uh, the big Shabbos project is this Shabbos. We continue to be uh, fed a lot of information about a lot of different communities around the world that are participating. It is really amazing. We'll try to acknowledge as many as possible. I got a uh, a note last night from Ellie Gerstner. He's heading to the other side of the world for the Shabbos project. He and the Chevra are part of a performance. It's happening literally on the other side of the world. It's amazing. Uh, so that's just one of the uh, many, many things that are happening. And I'm also told that there's a tremendous number of challah baking events going on Thursday night to kick off all these Shabbos activities for the Shabbos project. So kolakavod to everybody that's utilizing not just Shabbos, but the weekday, Thursday night, Saturday night, uh, to promote Shabbos and to encourage people as well. Really is amazing. A lot of stuff in this area. And again, um, we'll try to acknowledge as many of them as possible on these airwaves as we get closer and closer to Shabbos, uh, Parshas, Noach. Uh, there's a lot happening. And... Um, a big yashikach to everybody. Later this morning in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be speaking with Howie Hirsch. I mentioned during Cholamoy, I don't know, was it Cholamoy or right before Sukkis? I mentioned that the brand new Luach app for the iPhone is out. And the reason this is significant news is because anybody out there who enjoyed the Luach application when we had Palm Pilots and has been praying that something similar would be invented for the iPhone, it finally has been. And I'll speak with him coming up about 8.30 this morning here at JM in the AM. That should be interesting. Also, Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, who I'm sure has plenty to say about the Shabbos Project herself. Um, she's going to be doing a show on our stream beginning this Thursday, 10 a.m. Um, here at jmtheam.org. And she'll join me later on this morning to discuss uh, uh, the show and her plans, etc., etc. We'll do that in the 7 o'clock hour, about an hour from now. Here at JM and the AM. So there's a lot going on, plenty happening, and I thank you for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world in the web, JM and the AM. 
dot O-R-G. Plenty more happening on a Tuesday at JM. Oh, one more thing. Uh, I checked with Elliot Weiselberg. There will be no Yeshiva League sports update today. Not enough information for a sports update in terms of what's been happening in the hockey and basketball leagues. Uh, but we do plan, we hope to have one next week, and that'll kick off our Jewish uh, Yeshiva League sports update um, uh, for Tuesday mornings. In terms of the uh, program that he does Sunday night's court report, that will be encored this evening on jmtheam.org. Uh, at 7 p.m. and then the 9 at 9, the top 9 at 9 will happen at 9 p.m. tonight. So there's great programming tonight, including the uh, Sunday night Yeshiva League uh, court report encore that'll be coming up uh, later on today. All right, so uh, pay careful attention to uh, jmtheam.org and uh, you'll have uh, all the info you need. Simple as that. <laughs> 25 minutes. Also pay attention to our Facebook update page, Jewish. Oh, no. Facebook update page is now called simply a Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, Facebook update page, Nahum Siegel Network. If you've never liked the page, make sure to do so. And our Twitter feed at Nahum Siegel Net. Also very helpful in keeping up to date with what's happening. Plenty more happening. Keep it here. It's JM in the AM. Oh, my God. 
David Gabe off of the inscribed CD with Osim Chuva. Yomi Lowy with Kolot, the uh, Aaron Teitelbaum production. He is brilliant, that Yomi Lowy. That was just a great rendition. Effortless on his part. Yehuda Green with Rebbe Rebbe. Yosef, that's in the, uh, in the top nine at nine, by the way. If you want to vote for the top nine at nine for tonight, which is airing live on our stream, uh, jmnam.org at 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's one of the songs I noticed that's in the countdown. Or I should say that's on the list of uh, potential uh, votes. There's a suggested list. And then you could write in your own. 1, 2, 3, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, there's 20. 20 suggested songs. Oh, Osim Chuva from David Gabay's in there as well. I didn't realize that. We just played that. Uh, so you can check out a whole bunch of, uh, whole bunch of selections that are available for you to vote for, and you can write in your own vote. Jesse's Y counts them down, top nine at nine tonight. 9 p.m. Eastern time. Check it out. Make sure you have the NSN Nahum Segal Network app. Makes it even easier for you to listen to the show this evening. If you want to call in and listen, uh, four, four oh one, Three four seven zero one hundred four zero one three four seven zero one hundred. Yehuda Green, we told you Yosef Chaim, brand new with Akola Tova. Effie Green had Ashrei and Adon Alum from the Awake CD here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at ninety one point nine on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Tuesday morning, Galitzal in the background. News from Israel is coming up. Jew in the City joins us at the bottom of the hour. Allison Josephs, who's going to be doing a uh, 
show on our stream starting Thursday at 10 a.m. She'll be joining us coming up later this morning in the 7 o'clock hour. 8 o'clock hour, we'll talk about the Yachad Breakfast this Sunday in New Jersey. And Howie Hirsch of the brand new Luach app on iPhone is going to be joining us. We'll tell you why that's so significant coming up here at JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, האדם שלחיבונו נפתחה בבוקר אש בכפר סבא הוא העד המרכזי בפרשת אלון חסן. קורמים במשטרה אמרו לחטבתנו עדה שטייף שמדובר בניסיון הפחדה של העד ולא בניסיון חיסול. האיש לא נפגע בתקרית. על רקע המשבר בקואליציה, שר החינוך שי פירון מעריך בגלי צהל, אנחנו לא בדרך לבחירות. אני לא מעריך שאנחנו בתקופת בחירות. יש מדי פעם משברים כאלה ואחרים, אבל בסופו של דבר אנחנו מתחזקים את הזוגיות לא רע. אני רוצה להאמין שגם הרפורמה הזאת וגם מה שיבוא בעקבותיה בתקופות הקרובות, הדברים האלה כולם יושלמו. בריאיון בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן, התייחס פירון לרפורמה בבחינה הפסיכומטרית שהציג לפני כמה שעות, שבמסגרתה אחד מכל שלושה סטודנטים יוכל להתקבל לאוניברסיטה עם תעודת בגרות בלבד. אנחנו לא מדברים במילה של ביטול או אי ביטול, אנחנו מדברים בשאלה מהו כרטיס הכניסה המרכזי. החל מהיום, כרטיס הכניסה המרכזי לאוניברסיטה הוא תעודת הבגרות, וזאת ההזדמנות לומר עכשיו, חבר'ה, השקיעו בלימודי התיכון, זה שווה גם להשכלה. זה שווה גם לזהות, אבל זה גם יחסוך לכם הרבה זמן והרבה כסף. הנווטת תמר אריאל, השלג בנפאל, תובא למנוחות בשעה הקרובה בבית העלמין במסורות יצחק. בשלוש ושלושים התאמן אגם לוריה, שנהרג גם הוא באסון. בדרום אפריקה נגזרו היום חמש שנות מאסר בפועל על האצן קטוע הרגליים אוסקר פיסטוריוס, שהורשע בהרג חברתו. The sentence imposed is the maximum imprisonment of five years on count two of the Firearms Control Act. The sentence imposed is three years imprisonment, wholly suspended for five years. על הסעיף הראשון הריגה, גזר הדין הוא חמש שנות מאסר, אמרה השופטת בתיק והוסיפה, על הסעיף השני, פתיחה באש, גזרנו שלוש שנות מאסר על תנאי. משרד הבריאות השיק את אתר כל הבריאות להשוואה בין הביטוחים שמציעות קופות החולים והביטוחים המשלימים שלהן. כתבתנו נועם דהן שמעה את שרת הבריאות יעל גרמן. אני מאוד מאוד מקווה שהאתר הזה יהיה בשימוש יומיומי של כל התושבים שלנו, כדי שבאמת יוכלו לדעת בכל רגע נתון מה מגיע להם ומה הם יכולים לדרוש בזכות ובצדק. מקופת החולים שלהם. והתחזית היום נאה עם טמפרטורות נמוכות מהרגיל. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. Yet none could find a way Or make time
special song, uh, well, you know, just one Shabbos. It's always been a special song, but redone with the Shabbos project in mind, which so many people are participating in this weekend, the Shabbos, Parshas Noach, Kolak Avod. We're going to try to um, 
all through the week, acknowledge as many of the events as possible. I was uh, reading uh, Rabbi Benzion Klatsko's Facebook page. If anybody knows about Shabbos, it is he. He is, I believe, the founder of Shabbat.com. And um, he indicates here, and I mentioned this earlier this morning, that this coming Thursday, thousands of people around the world are going to be doing a great big challah bake. They've really extended this Shabbos project. Instead of starting Friday afternoon, it really starts Thursday night with this incredible Shabbos uh, challah bake. And then extends uh, through Saturday night in so many different places with Havdalah services and concerts and kumzits, etc. Join thousands of women in New York City and worldwide for the great big challah bake. Lincoln Square Synagogue starts at 7.30 this coming Thursday night. 180 Amsterdam Avenue. Uh, he has a... Uh, He has a, a link there where you can um, where you could register. They're estimating that women in 170 cities and over 1,000 communities around the world will be making challah for Shabbat in the great big challah bake. Um, so at 7:30, Lincoln Square Synagogue here in uh, New York. The Shabbos Project Manhattan at gmail.com. The Shabbos Project Manhattan. At gmail.com. Also, last night, Rabbi Klatsko actually conducted a live teleconference on how to conduct a Shabbos meal, how to answer the difficult questions that you might be asked. So you may want to consider, if you're one of the thousands that are hosting people this Shabbos, you may want to consider either asking uh, him, which I'm sure you could do through his uh, Facebook contact, or asking uh, other reliable rabbinic personnel, um, you know, how to address things that you might be concerned about that might come up at the meal this coming uh, Friday night and Shabbos. So I found that interesting. People are preparing accordingly for the, um, uh, the, for the Shabbos project this coming Shabbos. New York Boys Choir is next. Plenty more on a Tuesday, 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. Our first Yeshiva League sports update of the year of 5775 should be next Tuesday morning. We're shooting for next Tuesday morning. Elliot Weiselberg, Yeshiva League sports update Tuesdays here at JM&AM. I do remind you that tonight the encore presentation of his court report from this past Sunday night uh, on the topic of the Yeshiva League, is going to be uh, on again. will be encored at 7 o'clock tonight on our stream at uh, jmnam.org. And in addition, I remind you that um, it's already been announced, and I know the people at Yeshiva Flatbush are, are very excited. The Falcons basketball coach will be featured this coming Sunday at 7 p.m. Yeshiva Flatbush Falcons basketball coach we featured this coming Sunday at 7 p.m. during the uh, court report on our stream at jmtheam.org. Here are the New York Boys Choir.
Shame in the AM, Mordechai Ben David and Company with uh, the Sarah. Amazing song off of the Sheer Double CD. Tuesday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM. Before that, you heard the uh, Barry Weber selection entitled Yachad. Shanana, done by the New York Boys Choir, opened up that set. Want to wish a mazel tov to Aaron and Sarah Gila Margolis. They are a, um, they are proud parents of a brand new baby boy. Uh, that would be Aaron and Sarah Gila Margulis. I didn't want to mispronounce it. Now I remember how to pronounce it. Uh, to the Margulis and the Rosenshine and the Green families, Mazalta from all of us here at JM and the AM. There are parents and grandparents and great-grandparents involved in that big simcha. So again, we say Mazalta from all of us here at JM and the AM. Jew in the City, Allison Joseph is going to join us coming up. Big news for us is she's going to be starting a... Uh, Weekly show that you'll hear Thursdays at 10 a.m. on our stream at jmtheam.org. Plus, we love getting her perspective and a whole bunch of things. That comes up next at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanish Masarav Zev, Bender Bilsev Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. We learn in the Talmud Yushami that Rav Shimon ben Asanel had great yiraschet. He was afraid of sin. The Bartanur explains that he was stringent with himself and even restricted that which was permissible in order to minimize any possibility of coming close to an Avera to sin. It would seem that this is the only way to explain Yiraschet, for it's clear that anyone who fears Hashem is definitely afraid to do an Avera. When we bench Rosh Chodesh, we ask Hashem, a life where there is fear of heaven in fear of sin. Aren't they really the same? The Baruch She'amar offers the following explanation. There is a distinction between Yerashamayim and Yerashet. He explains that Yerashamayim, fear of heaven, assists us in being cautious to adhere to the Torah, not to do any Averis, not to sin. It enhances our ability to do the Ratzon Hashem, the will of Hashem. Indeed, the Pasuk tells us, Mo Hashem What does Hashem ask of you? Only to fear Him. The Talmud in Megillah says, This would seem to apply that Yira is a very small thing. Milsa Zutrasahi. Actually, it's difficult to understand how we can even pray for Yira Shemaim. We learn in the Talmud, Everything is from heaven, except for one's fear of heaven. How is it possible to ask for something that is within the domain and power of the person himself? We can find an answer in the Gemara in Yuma. It states, A person who comes to purify himself is helped from Shemaim. The individual must take the initial steps to lay the foundation for Yerashamayim. Once the person has struggled to make the effort, Hashem will help him accomplish his goals. The acquisition of Yerashet, fear of sin, puts one on a higher madrega, a higher level, so that one is so concerned about doing the wrong thing that he abstains even from something that is permitted because it could possibly lead him to do an Avera. When the great Sadik Marana Rav Shach, was just a toddler, his yamukah fell off for only a second. His mother saw him and exclaimed, Laser, your head is uncovered. Whatever will become 
of your Yiras Shamayim. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. on this Tuesday, 8 o'clock hour, we'll uh, speak about the uh, New Jersey Yachad uh, breakfast coming up this weekend. Plus, we have Howie Hirsch, who has done a massive favor for those of us who uh, fell in love with the Luach application from the original Palm Pilot. He's created one for the iPhone. We'll speak with him in the 8 o'clock hour coming up. Allison Josephs is with us live via telephone. She is the Jew in the city in some of our greatest conversations on this um a radio show I've been with her. I recommend you go to her website, jewinthecity.com. Uh, check out our archives for previous times. We've had an opportunity to have her in studio and really get into uh, some of the topics that she addresses. And I'm proud to say that this coming Thursday at 10 a.m., she'll be starting a, a weekly program on our network, which you can uh, find at jmnam.org. And you'll be able to hear Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, on a weekly basis. And we are very proud of this major piece of news. Jew in the City, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Did nice you, to be here. Did you survive the holiday season? Uh, I did. I was, I'm was. i a little bit sick of eating by now after about a month of <laughs> doing it constantly, but, yeah, it was a good time. How many people do you think started diets yesterday? Oh, um, <laughs> probably a whole lot. I would probably. only... Or at least a lot of them, maybe for the next day. Ever, the diet always begins tomorrow, so maybe... People's diet should be getting tomorrow. That's true. Anybody who made a commitment yesterday, it likely was supposed to start today. That's true. Um, you must have, I would guess, and we'll talk about the show on Thursday in a moment, but you you must have an interesting perspective on this whole Shabbos project and the way it's taken off and the way that American jury has responded to it. What are your thoughts as we get closer and closer to this coming Shabbos? Um, so I've been pretty involved in trying to spread the word and get it out to key people. Um, I think there's a lot of excitement building. I think um, it's a little bit of a different beast outside of South Africa, just because it's a lot more of a traditional community there. Right. And, you know, basically every person there, even if they've never observed a single Sabbath, has, you know, always belonged to an Orthodox shul. And we have a situation in America and many other parts of the world where people have never even had a bite of challah in their life. So I think it's a little bit of a harder sell. I am hearing from some people that they are making attempts to invite coworkers or neighbors, and they're not getting um, the response they hoped for just because it's so far from what they knew. Not that they're not having success, not that people aren't going to be participating, right. but in terms of, I think, the success rate they had, the number of participants in South Africa was like 74%. I don't think we're going to be able to expect, you know, quite that high in America, but um, I think what we have to do is build on this year's success, and then, God willing, next year will be even better. Right. Um, Taking it from the other angle, then, uh, are you surprised at all by the successes? Because based on what you just said, many people could have conjectured that it would be a total flop in this country. Um, so, look, I don't know exactly how many people are going to be a part of it. I definitely see the buzz is growing when Paula Abdul did her, you know, uh, Shabbos announcement that she was getting involved. I think there was a lot of excitement. I saw the uh, billboard they had in Times Square last week. I right. think that really got a lot of uh, excitement going. So um, I don't I don't know if anyone quite has a, a sense of what the numbers are, but um, my sense, and, you know, when I did my little uh, segment for them, was that we try for something big and we put our best efforts into it, and we'll see how it goes. And, you know, God willing, next year will be even bigger. Allison Josephs is the Jew in the city. Do you remember your first Shabbos? 
Oh, definitely. Yes, my first Shabbos um, I spent with uh, a, a teacher from my Hebrew high school. It was in Teaneck, New Jersey. In my mind, it felt like Maya Sharon because <laughs> I didn't actually know how to differentiate between Teaneck and Maya Sharon. Um, and I remember walking in my long skirt along the side of the road as we were going to shul that week and thinking that all the cars driving by must have thought that I was one of them but really, um, I was just like, you know, trying it for this week. Um, but it was incredibly moving. And um, when I got home and my parents took me out to a Trafe restaurant that night, I came back to my room and cried because something about Shabbos had changed me. And going back to what I had done before um, suddenly felt like it couldn't go on. So that's the thing. What a lot of people don't realize about the Shabbos Project is that, do you know that it was actually proposed by a Wall Street Journal behavioral psychologist, Dan Ariely, a non-Sabbath observant Israeli Jew? Have you heard about this? I didn't know that. So this, this is a story that I wish got out more, and please God, for next year we'll get out even more. There's a YouTube video of Dan Ariely. I read his column all the time in the Wall Street Journal. He went to the chief rabbi of Israel and of England and said to them, if a person would only keep one mitzvah, what should it be? And on their own, they both said Shabbos. And he asked each of them, well, why would you say that? And they said, because Shabbos is so powerful. If you do one Shabbos, then it will lead to more. And so he somehow got connected with the chief rabbi of South Africa and said, well, what if we just try an experiment and see what happens if people just try one Shabbos? So this did not actually start off as an outreach project. They started off as a behavioral psychologist wondering what would happen if Jews kept one Shabbos. So I think that, that part of the story um, needs to be told more because... That way it feels more sort of like, what would happen to us as a people? Not, you know, some key root effort, maybe some people uh, don't feel so comfortable with, um, but more of an idea of what would happen to us. How, how would Shabbos change us? If we made one change for one Shabbos, how could Shabbos change us? Reminisce? So, I'm sorry. No, it reminded me of a friend of mine who went with a group of his high school classmates to a Hasidic community just to observe, and, you know, they thought it would be really cool to, you know, being non-observant to, to see what goes on there. And, of course, you know, in his case, it uh, became a big attraction, and, and it went straight to his heart and changed his life. So, you know, you never know, huh? And that, of course, was also a behavioral experiment, uh, so to speak. I guess they say me tokshalolishma balishma, and this is a perfect example of that. Allison Joseph is with us, the Jew in the city. And by the way, going back to your first Shabbos, so is there any one element? This could be helpful to those who are trying to, you know, to reach those who are uh, unaffiliated. Is there any one thing you remember that really ignited the spark or flipped the switch or just the whole experience as, you know, as one big uh, experience? did it for you I think it was the whole it was the whole experience just because I had done Shabbat dinner before but it was sort of that idea that you were removing yourself in totality that there was no technology that was going to be touched that you were going to be committing to Shabbos completely um, that once you, you came out of it and the, the teacher that I went to was, was felt very strongly that I should try for the whole thing and really to sort of dub myself into one thing but it's hard to describe why when my parents had been taking me out to trafe restaurants for, you know, 16 years of my life, why after one Shabbos, where we didn't talk about kosher really, why did going out to a trafe restaurant uh, lead me to tears? Because I think Shabbos does do something, you know, deep inside to us. So. Unbelievable. And I'm sure you had plenty of colleagues who reminded you at that time that life's a lot easier without Shabbos. Oh, I mean, look, I was 16, so yeah, a lot of people reminded me back in the day. Uh, my senior prom was coming up a few months later on Shabbos, and all of my friends and classmates thought that I had lost my mind to be 
you know, <laughs> spending. I actually spent my first NCSY Shabbaton, um, that Shabbos Spring Regional, instead of going to my senior prom. And people had thought that there was something wrong with me, and it was it was an amazing weekend, and that was the beginning of even more. So, um, but I think I think for people that are you know kind of not sure about it, the, the best way to understand is to try. We just actually did a video um, spoofing green eggs and ham called Green Eggs No Ham. It's our <laughs> most recent uh, you know uh, video on the website, and where we take the lesson of green eggs and ham, and um, I sort of have a little banter with a character who ditches high holiday services, and I tell him, just try it, just try Torah, just try Shabbos, just try praying, and then see what you think about it. So um, I think it's a powerful message. Give it a try, give it a fair try, and then form an opinion afterwards. Amazing. Allison Joseph is with us. We're excited because starting this coming Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, you're going to be sharing your thoughts, your stories, conversation with our listeners, and anybody who tunes in around the world and downloads it afterwards, obviously it'll be available on demand. You're going to be uh, doing a 30-minute show each and every week. Tell us what will be included in this weekly presentation. So, um, you know, Hashem gave me the gift of gab, so it's really never hard for me to, um, <laughs> you know, fill up any airways. What I'm hoping that the radio show, Jude in the City Speaks, will sort of uh, continue on from the website and the videos will be more uh, breaking down of stereotypes about Orthodox Jews and more opportunities to show meaning and beauty uh, within, you know, an Orthodox lifestyle. So um, and we're going to be bringing on a lot of cool guests, um, you know, past All-Stars, this year's All-Stars. I uh, Maybe I should explain to your audience, um, for the last three years, we're actually about to announce later today the 2014 Orthodox Jewish All-Stars. We've picked ten individuals who have excelled in a various number of uh, professions, all different fields, who have remained observant as they've climbed to the top. And it's our attempt to show people that um, halacha is not something that has to hold a person back, that it actually, being an observant Jew is something that can actually give a career meaning and more purpose, as opposed to thinking about all the things that you can't do. So um, we're going to be bringing a bunch of those all-stars on throughout the year to hear their stories a little bit more in depth and you know, what gives them, give them chizuk and um, maybe some of the challenges they faced professionally and how they got past it and how they've broken down stereotypes. What a great idea. I'll tell you, the production value on that is fantastic. You have become synonymous with the Jewish All-Stars, and it's an amazing list each and every year. Uh, th- th- this year, again, today, will include people you have not nominated before, right? They have yeah. never appeared on the list Brand before. So we'll meet a lot of new people. I'm sure there'll be a, 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 some names that are familiar and others that are not to people. Uh, and you'll be speaking with some of them, and they'll be included in the Thursday show. Uh, Jew in the City Speaks, everybody. It debuts this coming Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be splitting the hour, Jew in the City, at 10 a.m., and then Miriam L. Wallach with That's Life at 10.30 a.m. That's how it's going to work starting this coming Thursday at the Nahum Siegel Network at jmnam.org. We are very excited. Jew in the City is an amazing and incredible representative of our people. I recommend and the website, jewinthecity.com. You'll see incredible articles and videos, a whole bunch of material. And what time today can we expect the big announcement? Oh, oh, for me to announce it? Yeah. Oh, um, my kids are going to go off to school at about 8 o'clock, so I'll start typing at 8.01. All right. So, <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, it'll be very. And that'll be the first place where the list of all stars for this year will be published. Oh, oh the big announcement! Yeah. Oh, the big. Oh, I thought you meant the radio show. No, oh, that, as far as I'm it. concerned, that announcement's been made already. I, I know. I thought you're like, what am I going to put this on Facebook? God, the big announcement of the all stars. God, um, we're we're uh, you know editing the last few bits of the the press release in the next couple hours. God willing. All right. Yes, so by, by noon today, it'll start becoming news. Yes, exactly. 
Congratulations, Allison. You're always an amazing guest. It's great to have you on the team and continued good luck with everything. Thank you so much, and I mean. Allison Josephs is Jew in the City. Jew in the City Speaks becomes part of our lineup this coming Thursday at 10 a.m. Miriam L. Wallach will have That's Life at 10.30. That's how that hour is going to work. And um, later today, Jew in the couldn't have picked a better day to speak there because later today she'll be releasing her 2014 list of uh, Jewish all-stars. And uh, you can check it out on the website, jewinthecity.com. And um, if you have not read her material or seen her videos, we are strongly, as we always do, we strongly recommend it. Always, Also, gratifying and interesting to get her perspective on the Shabbos Project and uh, hear her perspective on what so many people are going to be experiencing both on, you know, from both ends, from those who have never been part of a Shabbos before to those who are part of Shabbos each week uh, this coming Shabbos. Very interesting. Simcha Liner is next. This is JM in the AM.
That's the uh, Shlomo Katz selection entitled uh, Sos Tassis before that Simcha Liner with Ana Hashem. Three minutes to go before 8 o'clock on this Tuesday, 55 degrees, afternoon showers, and a high of 68. want to remind everybody that there are a lot of events going on in conjunction with the Shabbos Project, that's for sure. whole bunch of things happening. Uh, if you send us material, we'll try to announce all the specific events, uh, including the... Uh, Shabbos Project concert that's happening at the Manhattan Beach Jewish Center that's on West End Avenue in Brooklyn this coming Saturday night with Ellie Beer and Cantor Pinchas Cohen. It's free admission. starts at 8.15 this coming Saturday night at the Manhattan Beach Jewish Center. Check that out. And the Shabbos Project in Brooklyn at 7.30 p.m. will have a special Havdalah experience, 7.30 this coming Saturday night uh, at the Shulamit Hall, 1277 East 14th Street, in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Charlie Harari, Rabbi Yaakov Solomon, Yehuda Green, Benny Friedman, Shlomi Dax, all part of it. you got to register to get your free tickets. There is limited seating, and there will be an inspiring video presentation as well. Information about all of this, contact Project Inspire. It's PIShabbosProject.com. PI for Project Inspire. PIShabbosProject.com. And you can be part of that Havdalah service, which I'm sure will be extremely inspiring for this coming Saturday nights. And there are a lot of other things going on as well. And as we said, all through the week, as we get more and more information, we're trying to uh, announce and acknowledge as many of the events as possible. And uh, as we did earlier, we commend those who are supervising the challah baking events. The Shabbos project is not beginning with Shabbos. It's beginning with Thursday night challah baking for a lot of people. And... Um, that's happening in a whole bunch of different locations. We spoke about Lincoln Square Synagogue earlier. So if you're part of one of those projects that will include a whole bunch of challah baking, uh, we say kol kavod from all of us here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmdm.org. Chani Herman is in our studio, director of New Jersey Yachad. They have a major Bergen County breakfast going on this coming Sunday. Uh, Chani's been with Yachad for 15 years. She'll be running her fourth half marathon with her 12-year-old daughter this year in Miami. Chani Herman, welcome to JM in the AM. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I laugh only because it seems everybody associated with Yachad at some point <laughs> is running. Have you <laughs> met Have you met Ellie Hagler? He has a way of persuading people to run, even if they're not runners. They're always <laughs> running. It's amazing. And when Ellie was here last week during Cholamoid, I think we ran through, uh, pun intended, we ran through four different marathons that yep. team, team Yachad is participating in. So there's a lot of stuff going on this uh, this year, and good luck in Miami. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. It's actually a very inspiring weekend. We loved having you there a couple of years ago. That was fun. Um, just great to be running with all these people who are so dedicated to the cause. So it's right. really special. So Team Yachad, you got yourself a shout-out this morning. We're also giving a shout-out to our friends at Camp Missora. That's Cause, right. Because you spent last summer in Camp Missouri. I did. I had the uh, special pleasure of being the program director for Yachad at Camp Missouri this past summer. It was, uh, to say it was inspiring is really underestimating what it was. Um, 
you know, we had a, a shadow camper program there, and we had a vocational program for young adults who had jobs in camp. So it was really um, to see the level of inclusion taking place in camp and to see the dedication of not only the Yachat staff, but the Masora staff, really including everyone, um, was really incredible. Um, you know, I saw kids and staff members um, just to see, you know, their reaction to things that are happening. I'll give you an example of a special story that happened one night there. Um, it was about a couple of weeks into camp. We had Masora's Got Talent. Yeah. You know, one of their fun night activities. They're right. famous for their, their great night activities. Um, and one of our kids decided to get up and, and sing in Masara's Got Talent. It takes a lot of guts to get up and sing in front of uh, all of girls' campus. And she sang Frozen's Let It Go. So her bunkmates were her fan club. They made her signs. They were cheering for her. And she really she had a great voice. I mean, she really she did a great job. Um, she came in third place which really wasn't the important part of the story. The important part of the story was just to see the kids in her bunk, their reaction to her winning and their excitement for her. And, you know, I looked around the dome, you know, and I was like, great, she won third place. She felt really good about herself. But I, I looked at the faces of the kids and I looked at the faces of the staff members who were also moved. And it, it reminds me that it's really all of us around everybody that benefits, you know, from Yachad and from programs like this. So. There's no question about it. And, in fact, I always wonder why those programs work. I mean, you're on the front line, so you see it. And there is, I don't know, I, I think I think as a community, and I think that people like Jeff Lichtman, Ellie Hagler, and others would probably agree with this. As a community, we have come so far in this area that the next generation really has, I don't know, I don't know if it's an adjustment or an accommodation or what it is or some type of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, attitude adjustment. But we, and the kids just, you know, have an immediate association with campers, no matter what their background and abilities. Yeah, I agree with you. Dr. Lookman always says it's like planting seeds. Right. You know, we're planting seeds little by little. We're educating the community. We're sensitizing people. So what was beautiful about camp is that it's such a fun environment that, you know, everybody at their own pace can, you know, become more sensitive. Um, and it's a challenge, you know. Well, you know, we, we acknowledge that there are challenges, but we also see the strengths of individuals who have special needs. All right, so Ari and Joe and Camp Missouri get a shout-out this morning. Absolutely. But we should mention that tens of other camps participate in those types yes, of programs. Yes, absolutely. Camp so. um, was one of at least a dozen other yeah. modern Orthodox camps that are hosting Yachad, and it's really an incredible... And incredible based on what thing. Ellie told us last week, it's all across the country, all across North America at this point. Uh, so there you have it, uh, a, a little retrospective on the, some of the things that happened uh, during the summer of 2014. You have a big event this upcoming Sunday. Are you ready for the big breakfast reception? Let me give the details to everybody here. Yachad uh, has a Bergen County breakfast reception benefiting individuals with special needs. Happens at the Crimeberg Home in Teaneck, New Jersey, this coming Sunday at 9.15. Uh, you'll join New Jersey Yachat at this Bergen County breakfast reception, and uh, you'll be able to help um, support the cause that benefits individuals with special needs. I know you have a lot of uh, many distinguished honorees for Sunday. Why is this such an important event on Sunday? So we're really excited for our upcoming breakfast. It's our second one that we're having in the community. Um, even though Yachad's not new to the community, uh, we recently expanded our effort to raise funds in the community uh, to support all of our local programs and services. We have a lot of supports that we offer families in New Jersey, uh, ongoing support groups for parents, 
sib shops for the kids, for the siblings. Uh, we have a vocational training program, which many people don't know much about, uh, for young adults post-21 twi- post who have graduated from high school and don't have a career and don't have much vocational training. So... Um, we offer that in the community. So this breakfast is really highlighting those in the community who's who've really given to New Jersey Yachad and um, helping us raise funds that we need to support. Them. All right. Who are among the honorees on Sunday? So uh, Barry and Joyce Sklar and their children. Um, Barry and Joy are really pillars in our community. They've been active in our annual family Shabbaton, which this year had over a 1,000 people in attendance. Um, and their children, uh, two of them, Yosef and Tova, have gone on Yad Biyad. They've then become summer fellow interns uh, in our summer camp. So they've really, um, they've really, you know, they feel really part of the family. They're really part of the Yachad family. And, you know, they've said out loud that they feel that their children have benefited tremendously from just being associated with the organization. And this is their way of giving back. All right. And I know Barry and Joy longer than any of us would want to admit. <laughs> so I want to give them an extra special mazel tov being recognized as guests of honor this coming Sunday. Who else do we have on Sunday? Uh, we have Bruce Prince, who's the owner of the Teaneck General Store. If you've ever been down Cedar mm-hmm. Lane, yeah. it's a great store. A lot of unique items. Oh, yeah, a lot of unique items. Yeah. In fact, he sells a lot of great games, brain games right. and fun things like that. Um, we have somebody who's been training in his store for about two years now, um, doing a multitude of things. For example, the games that are... Our participants learn how to play the games. Then they teach customers how to play the games so they can decide if they want to buy the game or not. Um, They write up descriptions describing the games, and then we hang up the laminated descriptions next to the games. Um, He's also teaching them computer skills, uh, how to clean up the store, how to price things, tag the items, doing inventory. So he's really um, given our our participants an opportunity to learn work-related skills. Very nice. And the Yachad Feature family? Our Yachad Feature family, Amy and Yoav Citron. Uh, their son, Lee Orr, is part of our youngest division, Junior Yachad. Very active, wonderful participants. Um, and their families participated in many of the family Shabbatons. Their children have participated in many of our Sip Shop programs. And they're just wonderful people. Um, really, the, fam- the community really has embraced Lee Orr. Uh, Yachad loves Lee Orr. We love having him at Shabbatonim. And we're excited that they're going to be part of the program on Sunday. Uh, so we say congratulations to all the honorees. It happens this coming Sunday, beginning... At 9.15 in Teaneck, New Jersey, the breakfast reception for New Jersey Yachad is going to be at the Kreinberg home. Obviously, they're hosting the event, so a big shout-out to them as well. Wonderful. They're great people to open up their home like that. So the Bergen County breakfast reception uh, takes place this Sunday. How do people make reservations, get information, etc., etc.? So they, th- they can donate and RSVP online, www.yachad.org slash New Jersey Breakfast 14, or they can call our office at 201-833-1349. Both summer and during the year, describe some of the other jobs that Yachad people are involved with. What you just told me about the general store is really cool. I mean, yeah, they're, they're getting really a whole amazing. bunch of skills and... And doing stuff, not, not that I'm saying other people are doing, you know, minimal work, but they're doing really important work for the store in that They're case. doing very important work. We also have some of our participants involved in some of the local schools. Uh, my children go to RYNJ. Uh, we have somebody who works there in the lunch program who serves lunch, cleans up, sets it up. So my kids love seeing Avi when he's there. <laughs> they give him a big shout-out every time they see him. Well, they know it's time for lunch when they exactly, see him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, we have people placed at Yeshiva. Noam um, at Kushner Yeshiva in Livingston. 
And uh, we actually have a young woman who uh, volunteers at a salon in Teaneck, Lillian Lee Salon. Um, and Lillian has a charity uh, where she um, does wigs for cancer patients. And we have trained somebody in washing uh, the wigs and styling them. So really helping, teaching them to give back as well. Unbelievable. Really to the store owners, a big yes, shout out to amazing. them. It's just incredible. Uh, they, uh, they, they bring in people who can help them and uh, obviously they could teach them a whole bunch of skills. If there are people in this audience who want to do just that, who want to hire or, you know, bring in volunteer workers and Teach them and you know all that stuff. If uh, what do they do? How do they how do they participate? They can reach out to me personally um, at the number I just gave two zero one eight three three one three four nine. I'd be happy to talk to them um, if they're interested in offering someone that opportunity to learn and grow, and you know one day also maybe get a paid job if right. they work their way up the ladder. Um, we really embrace that. We we have job coaches that are trained to take our participants to jobs, um, and they teach them social skills on the job. They teach them the work skills, um, and they're there as a link with the employer to make sure that things are going smoothly. And if there are bumps, that we have a job coach there to you know iron things out. Right. Um, to give someone a job, I mean, we all know what it feels like, the sense of self-worth when we have a job and we're good at what we do. And you know, we're trying to do the same thing for our, our participants in Yachad. It's remarkable. And as you said, during the summer, similar type work, right? It could be in the similar office. It work. could be in the kitchen. It could be, I mean, it could be anywhere. Yeah, we had uh, we had participants in Masora who worked in the day camp. Right. They were some of the best counselors, really. They were amazing with the kids. Uh, worked in the kitchen. I mean, they have an amazing salad bar. So they, we helped chop and prepare the salads and the toppings. And we had people who worked in the office as well. So really anything. And the specialty sports, you know, specialty games. All right, if you're a camp that's not yet involved with the Achad, or if you're a store owner who uh, thinks you could possibly uh, uh, give a job to somebody in this area, you should be in touch with Hani Herman, and uh, she'll be more than happy to speak to you about that. The Bergen County Breakfast, New Jersey Yachad. The reception happens this coming Sunday to benefit individuals with special needs at the Kreinberg Home in Teaneck, New Jersey, it starts at 9.15. Mazal Tov to Barry and Joy Sklar and their family, to Mr. Bruce Prince, to Yav and Amy Citron, all being recognized this coming Sunday. And, of course, uh, to the uh, Korn, Marks, Pfeiffer, and Jaeger families, they're serving yeah. as uh, event chairs for this event, in addition to the very big breakfast committee that you have uh, for Sunday as well. So big shout-out to them as uh, they get ready for Sunday's event. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I've been listening to your show since I'm a kid. My mom <laughs> used to put it on every morning when I would get ready for school. So and we would just, like, dance around the house to all the music that you'd play. So a shout-out to my mom because her birthday yesterday. Yes, and I thank her for <laughs> I thank you for inundating you with JM and the AM through the years. <laughs> Hope you're still dancing to the show. Uh, Connie Herman, I thank you. Uh, one more time, phone number and web address for Sunday. Uh, Yachad.org slash New Jersey Breakfast 14. And if you want to call me directly, it's 201-833-1349. Thank you, and good luck on Sunday. Thank uh, you. Do we know if the Team Yachad event is tonight in the Five Towns? It's found tomorrow that? night it's at tomorrow SKA. Night. The, the event that everyone, uh, that everyone, the event that Ellie Hagler and I spoke about uh, at SKA it is? At SKA. At SKA is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night it's a training session. For the Team Yachad 5775 races. A lot of races coming up that Team Yachad is, uh, is going to be participating in. Uh, the, uh, November 9th. Right, November 9th is the, the one 5K. in New York, right? That's yeah, the one New in New York. York. City. 
uh, Riverside Park, I believe. Yeah. Uh, that's happening November 9th, plus a whole bunch, Miami, Jerusalem, etc. cetera. Uh, if you want to train at SKA tomorrow night in a special session, uh, make sure to be there uh, tomorrow evening at SKA in the five towns. And if you live in New Jersey and you oh, want to right. learn about training, October 27th at Yeshiva Noam, we're also having a training and recruitment event with Coach Jazz. So if you think, oh, I, I can't do a, I can't run a half marathon, but you might want to find more out more about it, you know, come and join us. That's it's a free Monday workout. Night. Monday night, the 27th. Monday night, this coming Monday, 27th, Yeshiva at Noam uh, for the New Jersey folks for Team Yachad. 11 minutes after 8 o'clock, this is JM in the AM. Upon you. 
JM in the AM. I'm laughing because I'm laughing because uh, it's unbelievable which Facebook posts get a reaction. It is unbelievable. Sometimes I write a Facebook post, especially when it has to do with politics or um, something happening in this crazy world of ours, and I and I I expect at least like twenty, thirty comments, and we get like four, and I'm shocked, you know. Yet last night, late last night, I I wrote a post: five things I will miss from Kosher Delight, right? <laughs> five menu items that I will miss from Kosher Delight. Forty-three comments. Excuse me, forty-seven comments. Forty-seven comments uh, about that. I'll tell you, unbelievable. A lot of people they they were my people were shocked that the Sino steak was not on my list. I was never a big kosher delight Sino steak guy. Regular steak sandwich, much more. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, it's a little bit sad losing one of our favorite eateries, but. Hey, 35 years. They were there for us for 35 years. What can I tell you? A lot of interesting comments. So if you go to my profile on Facebook, you'll find it there. It's pretty funny. Add your own comments and your own menu items. Why not? 55 degrees, afternoon showers, high temperature of 68. That was eighth day. Howie Hirsch is coming up. Those of you who used to use the Palm Pilot, if you loved the Luach application on the Palm Pilot, you're going to love the announcement from Howie Hirsch at 8.30 this morning. If you're an iPhone user, you'll love it. Maybe maybe he has it for, maybe it's without the iPhone also. Maybe the other phones as well. Speaking of Camp Misora, which we were just minutes ago, their Nala Israel program has a, a parlor meeting tonight. I am a Nala parent and a proud one. So I will highly recommend Rabbi Dr. Noam Weinberg. He'll be there tonight in Edison, New Jersey at the Rishalmi family on Perry Road. That's tonight. Check out KentMasura.com for information. Their Nala program takes place for boys every summer in Israel. They had a great time this past summer. Uh, coming up right after JM and the AM this morning. Is it worthwhile staying tuned to jmandtheam.org? Is it worthwhile calling... 401-347-0100. That's the question. Those of you who uh, are not computer savvy, we have a, a phone number you can call, 401-347-0100, and listen to the, um, and listen to our, what do you call it, our live stream through the telephone. Is it worth staying tuned in? The answer is yes. Coming up, Ellie Hagler, Jewish Reaction Show. He'll speak with Batya Jacob. She's always a great guest, director of the International Jewish Resource Center for Inclusion and Special Education, which is a division of Yachad. Uh, they'll speak about the new ways of teaching our children, teaching each children to learn the way they learn and need to learn, not the way teachers want them to learn. That's all coming up. Ellie Hagler and Batya Jacob. And that is uh, happening uh At 9 o'clock this morning on our stream at jmandtheam.org. And uh, Arya Lightstone with uh, Tech Talk. He'll be on at 10 o'clock this morning. He has a very interesting guest. Between 10 and 11 this morning on our stream, 
Arye Lightstone interviews are by Daniel Alter, head of school of the Denver Academy of Torah and incoming head of school at Mariah. Both schools were chosen as bold schools by Kohelet, AJE, and Avichai. Additionally, Arye interviews a star student, Aliza Makovsky, on what it's like being a bold student. That's all happening between 10 and 11 o'clock. Tech Talk with uh, Arye Lightstone. ZK hosts the live lunch at 11 today. Make sure to be tuned in. 7 o'clock tonight for the encore presentation of Court Report. And then 9 at 9, if you haven't voted yet, go to the 9 at 9 link at the top of NahumSiegel.com. The 9 at 9 is um, happening tonight beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern Time live with Yossi Zweig. So there you have it. That happens every single Tuesday night. Benny Friedman is next. This is JM in the AM.
vida
time in the a.m. Tuesday morning, the great Rip Shlomo Kalbach, of course, Kiva Moed, getting closer and closer to the uh, yard side of Rip Shlomo Kalbach. We are, uh, we are uh, intending on presenting the 24 hours of Kalbach from Havdalah uh, through Sunday night on his yard side on the 16th of uh, Mar Cheshvan. We'll give you more details about that as uh, we get closer and closer. That, of course, will be on our stream at jmtheam.org. Benny Friedman before that with the HTKVA. Tuesday morning, I just emailed uh, Palm Pilot Penny. <laughs> I should have let him know yesterday. I forgot I forgot to let him know yesterday. I just emailed Palm Pilot Penny that uh, Howie Hirsch, our old friend from Pentacon, is going to be on JM and the AM. And sure enough, he is with us live via telephone. Those of you who at one time, like myself, were completely enthralled by the application on the Palm Pilot called Luach. If you now use an iPhone, I have amazing news for you. Pay careful attention. Howie Hirsch, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's nice to be back. It has been a long time. When did you create the application for a Luach for the Palm Pilot? What year was that? 1998. Oh, my gosh. 16 years later, here we are reunited. Unbelievable. Um, a, a different millennium. It certainly is. I'll tell you, it's hard to describe. You could help me describe it, though, that's for sure. Um, what, what, what were some of the elements that made me so uh, attached to the Luach on the Palm Pilot? There was the easy transition between the uh, the Hebrew and secular calendar, right? The Jewish and secular calendar. Very easy transition. Yep. You kept going back and forth. One of the things I loved, by the way, was the the ability to, you know, I, I'm very into, you know, when when is Yom Kippur this year and next year and the following year, etc. And again, with one touch, we were able to do that. You just stick to that date and you're able to scroll through. In fact, I thought that your brand new app the Luach app for iPhone was not able to do that till I figured it out. You could do the same thing on on the. I have not found Howie Hirsch. I, I have not found any function on the Luach app that you created for iPhone that we didn't have on the Palm Pilot. And that's one of the greatest compliments I can give you. Well, that was one of my intentions was to make it as good, but even better because I wanted to take advantage of new things that are available with the new technology 16 years later. Yeah, no, that I'm sure. All right, I, I could sit here and talk about my preferences, but to tell everybody why the general public it, uh, always liked your Luach app. What was it about it? I think it was just easy to use. You got the information that you needed very quickly and very easily, and I think with the iPhone version, you can get it even more quickly and more easily just because of the way we do navigation between screens on the iPhone with scrolling up and down, it's much easier to find information for different dates for different cities on the iPhone version than it was on the Palm. Gotcha. Uh, all the icons that we remember, whether it be Rosh Chodesh or designating when a certain holiday is, um, providing information for a specific Shabbos, including candle lighting, providing Zmanim information for specific days. You've included all of that, right? Yes, and a little bit more. We actually added uh, Molad information for Rosh Chodesh. So the <laughs> Gabbai in the shul, if he wants to find that information before Shabbat, 
can get that from the uh, from the luach on the iPhone. You know, I'm looking at the. Um, you could, I mean, you could see this obviously in October because of Yuntif and the big stretch of Yuntif. Uh, you could see it uh, later on in December because we have Hanukkah coming up. You must have struggled with where to put the holiday lines. Am I right? Where in the box the red holiday line should go? You know, that's really interesting because uh, recently I got an email from someone who wanted to know why I moved it from the bottom of the box to the top of the box. That's what I wanted to know, right. I said, it was always on the top. And he said, I think it was on the bottom. And I actually went back to one of my old palms that I have still and fired it up. And sure enough, it was on the bottom, and I didn't remember that. Yeah. I guess I've been playing with the iPhone version for long enough that I forgot about that. And um, I don't know. It seemed more natural on the on the top. Perhaps it was a technical issue due to the way that the number comes out inside the uh, cell on the uh, calendar grid. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I'm really why and when I made that choice. Yeah, I'm really nitpicking, but I am the I am the expert when it comes to the Luach on Palm Pilot. In fact, I just used it last week before I before I installed the iPhone one. I still carry around two Palm Pilots. You should know. And uh, and yes, I, I think the bottom may have been the way to go, but hey, you know, different strokes for different folks, as they say. Well, I think in a month after you get used to it, you'll forget about it like I did. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, Howie Hirsch is with us via telephone. Uh, all right, how do people search for this and install it in their iPhone? What do they do? Oh, just go to the App Store and look for Luach by Pentacon. And just, you know, click buy. P-E-N-T-I-C-O-N. Because I would assume there are uh, a lot. If you, if you just search for Luach, uh, Luach by Pentacon should come up. Or you'll see a bunch of different Luach apps and, you know, just make sure you find the right one. Right. Luach by Pentacon is the one that we're talking about. And I think that anybody who uh, loves all these features like me will uh, will be very satisfied with it. Um, so there you have it, folks. Luach by Pentacon, which all of us, which many of us fell in love with when it came to the Palm Pilot, is now available for iPhone. What about the Android users and all the other phones? Howie, are they bugging you about this? They are. I've been getting emails, you know, for quite a number of years about iPhone and Android version. Um, why did I choose the iPhone version first? Because I had an iPhone. Right. Um, I'm happy that I chose that. I think it came out really nicely on the iPhone. Right now, I'm considering an Android version, but that will really depend on the success of the iPhone version because it was a it was a long project for me, and as you know, the prices of apps on the iPhone are quite low compared to what they were in the days of the Palm. Right. So uh, in order to be able to afford to do this for the Android, I need to get a lot of sales on the iPhone. Right. Uh, I'm hoping that will happen, and I would really love to do an Android version. So if all these iPhone users want to help make sure we get a, a version for the Android, uh, they should go out and buy it. By the way, you have a feature on this Luach that allows you to choose geographically where the Luach is, right? If you want to see you know, a seven-day Pesach as opposed to an eight-day Pesach, one has the choice. Am I right? Yes, that's correct. Was that the case with the Palm Pilot or not? Was there? Yeah, we had that on the Palm Pilot version. Did you? Also. You had that on the Palm as well. Yep. Where once it was installed, you had your choice to switch it to Jerusalem. Yeah. Yes, we could change the preference between Israel and diaspora. Wow, I don't even remember that. 
I guess I was concentrating on the diaspora so much, I never bothered to to, to see that you could switch it. And in terms, you know, one thing that I one thing that I wanted to point out for those of those of you who did use the Palm Pilot version or may still have one around, is that if you had any user events defined in your Palm version, uh, those can be imported into the iPhone. So if you can get the file that you have backed up on your computer when you synced with your Palm, you can import that file directly into Luach on the iPhone, and magically any user events that you've had in the past, you don't even need to have the Palm. You just need to have the backup file from the PC, and you can import those into Luach on the iPhone. So based on what you're saying, um, we don't need the calendar app anymore on our iPhone. We could use yours. Well... I don't replace the calendar app because the calendar has different views. It has landscape and portrait and there's week view and month view and year view. And I don't want to spend my time developing a calendar. Right. So I really only give the one view. Well, I don't know if you've noticed there's, there's actually, there's the month view, which is the standard view. Right. But if you swipe up that little bar in between the calendar and the events below it, it will shrink the month view to a two-week view. Right. You can actually change how many weeks you want it and see more events. Right. So I do have those two views, but I, I won't go ahead and make a full-blown calendar because that's a moving target that's really hard to catch because Apple's always uh, innovating with their calendar app. And uh, I will you know, continue to allow you to see events from the calendar and have events go from Luach into the calendar but I won't do the whole user interface that the, that the built-in calendar app has. Do we cons- if the way it is now is good enough for you and you don't need all the other views, then you can use it. Right. You can get all the functions, but you don't have all the user interface of the built-in yeah, calendar. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, have we decided which is easier, using the stylus to, to press or just using your finger to go from Jewish to secular? <laughs> do, we, do we know which system is, uh, is faster? The one on the iPhone. I haven't used a stylus for a long time. <laughs> so I guess you'd be out of practice anyway, huh? <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, how do, can people email you if they have specific questions? Yes, they can certainly e- email to luach at pentacon.com or info at pentacon.com or howie at pentacon.com. All right, P-E- one way or another, it will get to me. P E N. Uh, T-I-C-O-N dot com. The big news is that anybody who was in love with the Luach application on the Palm Pilot, uh, it is now in existence on the iPhone. Big news for me. I hope other people out there find it beneficial news as well. Howie Hirsch is the man responsible for this amazing news and transformation. 16 years between uh, building these apps, uh, but it was worth the wait, Howie. I'll tell you, I'm so excited. You have no idea. I feel like I don't even need to go to my old Palm Pilot anymore. Well, I think it's, it is about time to retire the old Palm and uh, stick with the iPhone 6 or 6 Plus, right? So I'm told. Haven't gotten up to the 6 yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> I heard it looks real nice on the 6. I haven't gotten one yet, but I heard it looks real nice on there. Well, I'm not up to the 6 yet, and I can tell you it looks really nice on what I have. Howie, thank you right. so much, and Hatzlach Rabah. It's my pleasure. It's always great to talk to you, and I hope uh, another 16 years won't go by before we talk again. I, uh, I'm with you on that. Howie Hirsch, Pentacon.com. He has created a Luach for the iPhone, which is identical and even better, he claims, and in many ways he's right, 
than the uh, old luach that so many of us enjoyed on the Palm Pilot. I hope Palm Pilot Penny is aware of this conversation. I have to make sure he goes to our archives and listens in to the big news. Uh, 18 minutes before 9 o'clock. It's a Tuesday at JM in the AM.
Tons CD, the Shira Choir. There was a rumor that uh, Murray Uberfeld 
who uh, opened and then 35 years later closed Kosher Delight, was going to join us this morning. I thought he may join us in the last couple of minutes. Let's see if we can get him on at some other point during the week. <laughs> Based on my Facebook profile, a lot of people, a lot of people are going to be missing Kosher Delight, I can tell you that much. I posted the five things I'll miss the most about Kosher Delight. Oh, of course, five menu items. And they got a tremendous reaction out there on Facebook. Uh, Ellie Hagler and Batya Jacob. Uh, Ellie speaks with Batya Jacob coming up between 9 and 10 this morning on the OU Jewish Reaction Show. R.E.A. Lightstone with special guests in the uh, world of uh, Jewish education. Uh, coming up on Tech Talk between 10 and 11. ZK at 11 o'clock with the live lunch. 7 o'clock tonight, the encore presentation of Court Report with uh, Elliot Weiselberg in 9 p.m. this evening, the 9 at 9. If you haven't voted yet for the top 9 at 9, make sure to vote. Go to the 9 at 9 link at the top of com and vote. Yes, he's why does that on our stream at jmnam.org coming up uh, at 9 o'clock this evening. So there you go. Lots happening, that's for sure, here at JM and the AM. Uh, every time we get information about an event associated with the Shabbos Project, we're trying to announce it. We were just informed that the five towns in Far Rockaway has a challah bake at the Sands in Atlantic Beach this coming Thursday starting at 7.30. you got to register. The challah bake will feature Eitan cats. That's the way to bake challah. <laughs> it's one thing to be in the kitchen and have an Eitan cat CD in the background or our live stream in the background. But to have Eitan cats himself, that's cool. Guest speaker, Mrs. Debbie Greenblatt. Um, that's happening in the five towns at the Sands, actually, in Atlantic Beach, starting at 7.30 Thursday night. You can go to Shabbos Project 5TFR.com. Uh, five towns far away, 5TFR.com. Also, uh, the Shabbos Project presents the Maccabees at Congregation Beth Shalom and Lawrence starting at 9 p.m. Saturday night. It's unbelievable how many events are going on. Uh, in so many different areas in our listening area. So we're trying to, every time we get a, an announcement, we're trying to uh, inform everybody about what's going on regarding the Shabbos project. Obviously, we'll do more tomorrow. Maybe we'll try to do a whole segment just on uh, <clears throat> the different events that are associated uh, with the Shabbos project. And, oh, I think we, um, I saw somebody had commented on our app about one of the events going on. We'll do that tomorrow morning. If you want to uh, comment on our app, we will see it. Any time a show is going on, the comments that are posted during the show are seen by everybody. If you go right now to the app, you'll see everything that's been commented since 6 a.m. If you go at 9.30, you'll see everything that's uh, been on Ellie Hagler's show from 9 o'clock on. But for us, on the back end, so to speak, we get to see everything uh, that's been going on over the previous 24 hours. So if we see information at any point uh, tomorrow morning, we'll certainly announce it and we'll get to it uh, in those announcements for the Shabbos project. Four minutes before 9 o'clock, this is JM in the AM with Yehuda Green.
Achenu Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a great Tuesday here at JM and the AM. Great programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Don't forget tonight, the 9 at 9, Yassi Zwag will do that live beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in at jmandtheam.org. Tomorrow we're back with plenty more starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in. Till then, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.